I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a brand new month of Spooky Time Presents that I am very excited about, and I hope that you're excited too, and I hope that Kyle and Jared are excited too. Are you guys excited? I'm so excited. Yeah, I could take it or leave it. I'm a little angry. Fuck though. you, Kyle. Why are you angry? <laughs> I'm angry because Matus, a good friend of the show, guessed the topic or guessed the theme <laughs> of the month already on Facebook. I can't believe it. He's just so good at what he does. I can't believe it either. It's just like, yes, it's Western meat pies. That is the topic for this month. Ugh. Horror films related to Western meat pies. He is just just a little Dickens, isn't he? Ugh. Let's get him on the phone. Pick up the phone. Yeah, Let's call him. Beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, beep, boop. Matus, I have Hello, a Hello, this is Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, no. no. Wrong number. He called Pacino. <laughs> hang up. I'm sorry, Mr. Pacino. Yeah, hang, up, hang up on Pacino. He's not welcome. <laughs> Say hello to my chocolate blend. <laughs> He's like, is this the Dunkin' Donuts people? <laughs> you owe me money. Hooah! It's so bad. You know, for I'm, for how stupid dick. Jack and Jill is, um, there have been a lot of a lot of inside jokes and a lot of f- just funny moments in my life related to that movie. Um. So I, I think I owe Adam Sandler some praise besides, like, the, the positive praise uh, <laughs> from the good movies that he's made. But we're not talking about the worst comedy ever made. In fact, we're talking about the best comedy ever made, in my humble opinion. Uh, this month Uncut is... Uncut Gems? Yes. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no. Uh, th- this month we are talking about horror comedies or uh, meat pie westerns as Matus so eloquently put it on our Facebook page. Um, I can't believe we're starting with this movie uh, because it's all downhill from here, in my humble opinion. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that a lot throughout I the duration of this episode. Uh, today we are talking about the immortal classic queen mother of all horror comedies, in my humble opinion. Mel Brooks' is Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Ooh. We're talking about Young Frankenstein today, which is my my favorite film of all time. Not just oh. horror, not just oh. comedy. This is my favorite movie. And it has oh been for a God. while. I know. Yeah. I've been able to pinpoint it, and it's this. That's impressive. How did you get to that point of pinning it? Um, I think I think I ju- I don't know if you're insulting me right now, but I'll answer it. <laughs> no, I, no, it I, anyway. I, I, I'm legitimate. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I just I'm just wondering how how out of all there's a, I mean there's a lot of movies out there, and yeah. I was like, damn, yeah. She I because I I can't even do that. I I usually when people when someone asks me what's your favorite movie, uh, I get sweaty and I'll say <laughs> there will be blood, but I don't know if that is my favorite movie. Hmm. It might be Uncut Gems, but I don't know if that's it either. 
But like know. that, it's just it's a very hard decision to come by, and I, I'm, I'm jealous. I you were able to pinpoint it. I think I think I got tired of hearing that question a lot, and I also oh. got tired of hearing of people asking what my favorite song is. People love to ask those questions that they themselves can't answer a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pinpoint two. I'm gonna just I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it known what my favorite movie and favorite song are. But I mean, focusing on on my favorite movie. This this is a movie that I could watch. Like three times a day, every day for the rest of my life, and I probably wouldn't get bored of it. I'd probably three still love it. Wow. And I've been what I I mean I saw this movie for the first time when I was like five, so I've been oh, watching wow. it um, for years. Decades even because I'm so old and so are you. Over twenty years. Yeah. Not much over though. Yeah, shut up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle. Okay. All right. Kyle. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, All right. I'm just saying. Damn. So yeah. Um. I guess. Um. Initial thoughts. Was this either of your first times seeing this movie? Oh no. I've seen it a few times. Uh, kinda. It's really? like I'm pretty. I've seen. I've seen most of this like okay. throughout my life, but like, I think this is the first. This is the first time I can remember like sitting down and just being like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> this is a movie I'm watching." <laughs> <laughs> it's always been in, in one passing. Piece. Never been like yeah. just like sitting and and what. So 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 everybody knows what i think about this movie and how much i love it and what i'm gonna rate it at the end of this episode <laughs> we all know oh we, um we gotta think of a a, a, a system or a, a scale <gasps> we need to think of one jared start thinking we didn't Ow. properly introduce ourselves oh my god you're right i mean they know oh, who we are voice? should we do it yeah let's i mean do it you spent so much time thinking of your name cammy i know it means a lot to you Oh, I mean, it doesn't really mean that much to me. So, and we're all calling each other by each other's names. <laughs> okay, who are you? Oh, me. Uh, my name is Kyle, and I think it goes without saying that I have a massive Schwanstucker. <laughs> oh my god! I've seen it. <sighs> oh, it's like a goodness. young tree. It's like you can't even get your hands around it. They call like you old tree. Kyle Sapling Burns. Oh my god! I've seen I've seen the ooze of the ooze of sapling. <laughs> it's remarkable. It's they call like me a sapling. T- they call me a sapling till they see my mighty oak. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Who else is joining us today on this fabulous Friday night? I'm Jarrett. Jarrett Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots! <laughs> <laughs> Who oh. are you, oh, you, yeah. <laughs> you old, old slutty bag? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's wrong of me. You lovely young woman. <laughs> Thanks. I'm Cammy, and and hey, wait, Wh- where are you going? I was gonna make espresso. <laughs> I reround that hour? that line to make sure he didn't say espresso. <laughs> he said espresso. <laughs> Gene Hackman is. He's got his diction down. It's fine. 
Hackman. It's breath. Oh, gotta love that young hack. Young hack. So, so let's get back to it. Um, so where where do you guys where do you guys stand on on how much you like this movie? And don't be afraid to hurt my feelings. Oh, buddy. But if you hurt um, my feelings, <laughs> I will kill But this you. will be the last episode of the podcast if I give it lower than the four out of five. <laughs> what? I'll say that I've. This is one of the movies like a Spaceballs or a, a Blazing Saddles where it's also great the first time. Yeah, where it's great the first time, it's good the second time, it's still good the third time. But for me, I know like each subsequent viewing is more like, oh, yeah, I know this one. This joke is coming. And oh, yeah, huh, that's that's good. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. the so opposite. The first, yeah. I know you were saying you've, you've watched it every month since you were five. Uh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, with other Mel Brooks movies, um, I'm the opposite. Uh, I mean, Bla- okay. I've seen Blazing Saddles once. And I will probably never see Blazing Saddles again. I'm. It's not my cup of tea. I don't love that movie. Every, everyone um, says that that's his like last good movie or his first crappy movie. Of what? That, I don't know. That that's just. What... Uh, I. I just don't really. I don't. I don't love Blazing Saddles. I also didn't grow up watching it, and I feel like a lot of people did. A lot of the humor is kind of dated. And I've never seen it. Yeah, it, they drop a oh really? They drop a couple ends in it. It's it's <laughs> I don't know. Um, but Spaceballs. The first time I saw Spaceballs, I hated it. I didn't hate it, but I was just like, that wasn't really that funny. And like every time I watch it, it gets a little funnier. Now, I've seen it like I don't know three or four times, and I'm like, oh, you know what? This movie is funny. I don't know. I don't know why I thought differently before. So, yeah. Yes. The end. There's my opinion. Jarrett, what's yours? Um, I kind of agree with Kyle. Okay. Where the since it's it's I feel like that there are people out there who have seen this movie time and time again, have watched it, you know, five five seven days a week (laughs) for the last twenty years. Uh Yes. uh, Like um, who? Like uh, this kid Mitch who lives downstairs. I don't know how he's Mitch. paying his rent. Uh, <laughs> it's just all that's on TV is is young Frankenstein, but somehow his nachos keep getting refilled. I don't know how he's doing it, wow. but um, magic Mitch. Uh, <laughs> magic Mitch. <laughs> Yuck. Um, but <laughs> sorry, I've seen go, XXL. Go, keep talking. Um, yeah, uh, but no, I agree with Kyle. With this is this is one of those movies where it's just like. It's a parody, obviously, but like I feel like I've seen the parody of the parody and so many other things over the years, and it's kind of just yes, it's funny, it's fine, perfectly fine, but um, I'm more angry that they remade Child's Play that than they <laughs> made a funny Frankenstein. I think this is this is better than Child's Play, worse than. Fiddler on the Roof. How does where's where's that put? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what a strange uh, scale. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's our new podcast coming in fall. Worse than Fiddler? Question. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's good. It's fine. It's good. I'm not gonna go out and buy the VHS Blu-ray, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the combo pack. <laughs> 
It's just so some... thick. It doesn't fit on my shelf. Some thrift store just like like duct tapes, like the Blu-ray and the VHS together. There you go. <laughs> Writes directly on it in Sharpie, like VHS Blu-ray combo pack. Now you $3. got the theatrical cut and the special features. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, oh yeah. boy. All right, cool. Yeah. So I'm glad that you both, at the very least, think it's okay. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this movie actually, it came out the same year as Blazing Saddles. It came out in 1974 because basically uh, Gene Wilder and Mel Brooks were both still shooting um, uh, uh, Blazing Saddles um, whenever me. whenever Gene came to Mel with this idea and was like, hey, I want to do this. Could you direct it? And Mel was like, yeah, sure. But um, I guess... I guess Gene Wilder was scared because he, it was his idea. Um, Cause it was about Frankenstein. <laughs> he was like, it I had monsters in it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I want to do this. And like, he was talking to, I think one of their producers or something. And he was like, uh, he's like, I don't, I don't want to ask Mel to direct it because I don't think he's going to say yes to something that he didn't come up with, but it turns out he did. Uh, so this was a this was co-written by Gene Wilder and Mel Brooks, um, and while they were still doing Blazing Saddles, so they hopped immediately from that movie to to this movie, this movie here. Um, like a couple of leapfrogs, yeah, kangaroos, like a couple of happy boys. <laughs> Hippity hop right onto the barber shop all night long. Yep. 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 Alrighty, should I should I just like go into some fun facts about the movie and then and then we will discuss further uh, after? Uh, do we have a quick summary for what happens in the movie? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> okay. So, um, in essence, this film <laughs> takes on the narrative of James Whale's Frankenstein movies: Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, and Son of Frankenstein, mostly. Um, Dr. Froderick Frankenstein is a, a doctor and he's a professor, um, who is completely out of touch with his roots, um, as a Frankenstein. I'm sorry. It's a Fred. Sounds like a welcome back. It's Frederick. It sounds like a welcome back Cotter scenario. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, he recently finds out that his, uh, his great grandfather, Beaufort von Frankenstein uh, has has left his castle to him in the will. So, of course, he leaves his beautiful fiance Elizabeth, played by Madeline Kahn, the, the incomparable, funniest person who ever lived, Madeline Kahn. Um, flames! <laughs> flames? Hot <laughs> flames! Um, he goes to Transylvania uh, to see what's up. There he meets... Igor. I thought it was pronounced Igor. Well, they were wrong then, weren't they? Uh, and uh, <laughs> and then Inga, his laboratory assistant, played by uh, Terry Gar. They go to the castle. Hilarity ensues when they meet Frau Blucher. Insert horse noises here. <clears throat> Nay. Who takes care of the castle. Um, they... Uh, 
eventually Frederick reads all of the ideas that his grandfather had come up with to make the monster that he made, uh, you know, previously. So uh, he says it could work. They get to work on making a monster. They dig up a guy just like in the old movies. They get the brain just like in the old movies, but they make it funny. They make... Just like in the old movie. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> they make Ray Romano's father into a monster. <clears throat> <laughs> Crap! <laughs> Isn't his name Frank was... <laughs> on Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, yes, yes. Do you think they did that on purpose? Or Maybe. did they just name him Frank? I don't know. I thought they that just was kind cha- of funny. They just cha- he seems like a that just seems like a an old father's name. Yeah. Who just says crap a lot. Holy crap. Holy crap. Uh. I was hanging on out with Peter Boyle till his <laughs> brain fell out and began to toil. Oh. <laughs> the monster, like in the old movies, um Mashed? Yes, he mashes hard. <laughs> um he, he escapes. He g- runs amok in the village. The villagers are scared. Um, Inspector Kemp is there. That one guy from Malcolm in the Middle. What's his name on Malcolm in the Middle? I meant to look it up and I never did. I couldn't think of it. It's Gretchen oh God, and... The, the general in Malcolm in the Middle? What? No, he's... um. You know you know the German couple that... um that. What's his name? Otto? Otto, Yeah. Um, Otto and Gretchen, the the farm owners who the what's the oldest uh, brother's name? Hinger Finger. Francis. 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 Um, yes. Stays Francis with Reese, yeah. Malcolm Dewey. Yeah. Francis um, Ford Coppola. Yeah. Ken, Kenneth Mars is the um, yeah the old German guy that that uh, Otto that Francis stays with on Malcolm in the Middle. That's what I know him best from. Besides this. Um, yeah, so the villagers are scared. They recapture him. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein retrains the monster's brain to understand tap dancing and the words to putting on the Ritz. Um, Top. And, and, th- and then the monster goes loose again. <laughs> and so... Uh, Can't keep a good monster down. They recapture him. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Frankenstein, sorry, Frankenstein now decides uh, that he needs to uh, import some of some of his his assets over to the monster in order for him to, you know, work correctly. Um, And he does. And it is successful eventually. Um, Yeah, that's the basis of it. That's the basis of the film. Uh, it basically just takes different scenes from different Frankenstein movies, makes them funny, and then, but but also I I don't this movie. You can tell it's goofy, but you can also tell that it was made with love. If you look at like the sets and the fact that they shot it in black and white, and even like the wipes that they use, like the, um, in like the editing are all very reminiscent of these movies. You can tell that they did their homework and you can tell that like they actually really love uh, the movies that they're quote parodying. I I don't I don't really I don't like calling it a spoof because it don't I don't feel like it fits into that category even though like it kind of does. Um it's it feels goof. it feels more like a comedic homage 
than just a like I feel like there's a big difference between this movie and like scary movie or like disaster yeah. movie scary or scary movies epic in color. Movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so that's how I feel. Like I feel like scary movie couldn't even fucking like touch this movie. But this this is I mean, were there very many like genre parody movies before this besides maybe Blazing Saddles? Not that I can think of. <clears throat> Airplane. No. Is that a is that a set or parody or is it just a funny movie? It's like a spoof on like disaster films, I think. Like, also, it came out like twenty years later, right? <laughs> Airplane. Yeah. I or sorry, like like ten years same. later. I think it came out in like nineteen eighty or eighty one. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, 80... that that sounds right. <clears throat> Airplane master. So yeah, that is that is young Frankenstein. We'll do airplane one day, Kyle. I know you love airplane because you love airplanes. <laughs> oh, young, dumb, and full of jet fuel. <laughs> <laughs> that was me this time last year. Oh, oh dear. You flyboys cracked me up. You were drinking jet fuel. <laughs> it it just gets India. It seeps in through the skin. That's fucked up. You'd think like they a would cancer. Correct. They would. Uh, you'd think uh, they would stop. I'm that lucky to now. get out of there alive. No, they don't even care. Like it's it's an accepted problem. <clears throat> okay, I've got some fun facts to spin for you. I could talk about this movie for like three hours, but I will spare my co-hosts and spare your ears. <laughs> However, most of the information yeah, that I got spit him in our mouth. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. Most of the information that I got about this movie is from uh, a book that Mel Brooks wrote called Young Frankenstein, the story of the making of the film uh, it, it, with a foreword by Judd Apatow. It's delightful and huge oh. and it's full of um, like set photos and it's awesome. I love it so much. Just like stills from the movie. Uh, interviews with other people who aren't Mel Brooks. Um, so if if you love this movie, maybe as much as I do, I would highly recommend picking it up and just reading through it. It's a it's a really good like coffee table book. It's beautiful. Uh, but uh, anyway, so if you'd like more information, check this book out. But here's some information for you right now. Are you guys ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. Um. So most of uh, the science lab equipment uh, used in the film, um, in, of course, the fucking, the lab, um, was actually used in the original 1931 Frankenstein movie. They called um, Kenneth Strickfadden, who is the guy who who did, like, the production design for... um, the lab in the original Frankenstein. And they were like, Hey, do you want to like help us out with this? He's like, yeah, I've still got all the stuff. And they were like, Oh, Holy shit. That's great. So they, um, they had to fix some stuff up. They had to make, they had to like recreate a few things, but most of the stuff that we see in that lab was actually pieces of the set from Frankenstein. Um, this was Terry Garr's first film role. Film role. She was um, she was a dancer in TV and movies, but she was working on uh, Sonny and Cher at the time. Rumor has it 
she and Gene Wilder were in love at this time. Mel Brooks doesn't even know if this is true. He says it in the book. He says he doesn't know if that's true. So it must have been a pretty big rumor. Uh, regardless, Jean really wanted her to audition. They wanted to audition her for um, for Elizabeth, the uh, his fiance. Um, Mel Brooks was like, I really want Madeline Kahn for Elizabeth. I'm sorry. But if you can come up with a really good German accent within the next 24 hours and you can come back tomorrow and audition for Inga, I would gladly have you audition. And she was like, great. So it turns out, um, wigs, uh, wig. <laughs> okay. Dinga, dinga, inga. Take two. Uh, um, so it turns out Cher's, uh, wig stylist and hairstylist on the Sonny and Cher show was this German woman who Terry Gard decided to like follow around for the day while she was working, <laughs> um, just so she could get the German accent down. She went back, she auditioned and she got the part. And the rest is history because she, I mean, she's pretty much everybody in this movie was relatively unknown. And then after this movie became like a crazy big movie star. Um, Damn. Yeah. So, so yeah, good for her. Right. Um, Yeah. So there's a Brooks, the star maker. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There's a rumor that blucher means glue in german and that's why the horses go crazy that's actually not true uh <laughs> in the book mel brooks is like i i wish we were that smart i'm okay with that rumor going around but it doesn't actually mean glue in german uh the name uh was i mean she was she was named after the uh general blucher who was the prussian victor at the battle of waterloo uh, mel brooks just liked the name oh uh, he just liked the name, uh, gave her that name, and he made the horses, like, whinny every time they said her name because she was supposed to be this, like, ominous figure, like, you know, how, like, thunder crashes whenever you say a name in a old horror movie. It's, it's, it's the, to the same effect. Um, and her character was uh, modeled after Mrs. Danvers in Alfred Hitchcock's movie Rebecca. Um, um, I guess they had they had a lot of fun on this set you can tell just by the way that Mel Brooks writes it but Gene Wilder toward the end of the shoot started writing extra scenes for the movie he's like I want I want to shoot these few scenes I wrote more scenes for the movie and <laughs> Mel Brooks was like Gene it's over like we got it it's beginning middle end we, we have the movie we have enough <laughs> and Gene he just like sat down and he was like, but, like, I don't want to go home. I just, this is so much fun. Like, I don't want to stop. I, do, I want to keep doing this for a little while longer. And so Mel Brooks said to be like, it's okay. Like, no more. We don't need any more footage. We're, we're good. We have the movie. Um, yeah. That makes a lot of don't sense. Don't want to stop at all. Uh, Gene Hackman shows up as the blind man later in the movie. Uh, or I guess toward the middle of the movie. Uh, a lot of people didn't know that it was him whenever the movie first came out um, because Ooh. of, you know, he had a beard. He didn't look like himself in this movie. And also Gene Hackman had like never done comedy. He wanted to be in this movie because he wanted to try his hand at comedy and it worked. He's funny. He did a pretty good job. Yeah, he did. Good for him. Hackman. Hackman, you can do it all. <laughs> yeah. 
back, man. Um, I spent I spent some time reading this book, uh, last night. So if if we if we kind of get into our notable scenes, what we wanted to talk about, I'm sure there's something else that'll come to my brain. But that is uh, that's the end of my list for now. So, um, let's, let's do it. Let's talk. Let's chat. I want to hear from one of you two about a scene that you liked, about a scene that you disliked. Uh, well, Jarrett. Okay. Jarrett, you go first. Oh, I'm going to talk about the scene of the movie where the young Frankenstein and the old Frankenstein <laughs> accidentally kiss. <laughs> oh my God. Like, how did this happen? Got how me hot under the be? collar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just joking. There's the scene where, um, what the fuck's it called? Um, he's he's like trying to get him to walk the sedative, mm-hmm. or they give him the sedative <laughs> or whatever. And he's try- and he's just like freaking the fuck <laughs> out. And then they're like, essentially they're dry humping at one point. And then he's he's trying to kill him. And I just just the delivery. I always feel like that's. That, that's something you don't ever see in comedy anymore for one where it's just like because who's in that scene it's it's uh igor and uh and the lady and the and the franken man <laughs> yeah. and then they're just like yeah it's just very straight that that it's it's i don't know it's like it's so goofy that it's like oh wow yeah. <laughs> like i don't know i don't fucking gene know. wilder but that yeah. one and- <laughs> Oh no! Go ahead. I feel like Gene Wilder is just so good at bringing a scene from zero to sixty and then back down to zero again, uh, because he can be so quiet and just like so so like timid and soft and almost like angelic. And then you get you get him like just going fucking insane all of a sudden, just like screaming the screaming that he does. You've got that you know at the end of um, Willy Wonka whenever he you know you stole fizzy lifting drinks. Um, and then it goes right back down to like Fuck. quiet, you know, or that scene in the producers, whenever he, um, he takes his, his blue blanket and he freaks out and he's just like screaming. And I, I feel like I was definitely intimidated by parts of this movie when I was a kid because of just how like shrill he can get so quickly, but it diffuses just as quickly. And it's so funny just watching him be himself, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think the-, the reason why I don't love this movie is because I'm expecting an Oompa Loompa to come out <laughs> at any minute. <laughs> and that makes me nervous. <laughs> like there's the an Oompa Loompa like around any corner. Uh yes. I don't I don't like that. Oh my god. <laughs> Just like what do you get when you make a Frankenstein? <laughs> Oompa Loompas. I don't know if it's my favorite, but the the scene where they're grave robbing and then trying to get the body back to the castle, <laughs> you, you get the the classic lines like, "Well, at least it's not raining," and then it starts raining, yeah. wah wah, and then just uh, Frankenstein like doing the pretending to have that arm as his. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's that's something that I feel like I've seen so much in like other movies and stuff, but just seeing it there, it's like, no, this is like very naturally. Like, this is so good the way they're doing it mm-hmm. they really hit the nail on the head yeah and it's just so stupid like it's so like <laughs> like nobody in real life would ever believe that that's his actual arm but it just goes so he... well it's so dumb I I point, the it. arm is sticking straight out so his right arm is so he just looks around and puts his left arm out to match it yeah. <laughs> just to have it there oh boy oh that got me 
Um, I love the scene when they're kind of when, um, so Frederick wakes up and he's like, what's that music? And, and Inga is like, ah, I heard it too. Let's go. And they're just sort of exploring the castle, trying to get to the bottom of it. (laughs) Um, they're looking, (laughs) they're looking at all the heads. They're like two years dead, one year dead. Six months dead. <laughs> and then it pans to Marty Feldman, who's like, it's like his pause. It, it, his timing is perfect because it's like for a split second, you think it's just a head. And like the, the millisecond that you realize that it's actually him, he starts singing really loud <laughs> and scares the absolute shit out of them. I don't know if that was real, but the way they acted made it seem like they were really actually scared. Um, regardless, that scared me the first time that I saw it, but it was also, it's diffused right away by him, like, ain't got nobody. It's so funny. I love Igor. Marty Feldman as a whole, his, his episode of The Muppet Show is fantastic. Lock of the week. Marty Feldman's episode on The Muppet Show. Igor almost steals the show for me in this movie. Like, every scene with him is just... I just love that guy. Oh, it's perfect. Apparently, whenever they were... um, So, Mel Brooks, like, co-edited this movie. And every time he had the choice... He says every time he had the choice between putting in, like, a really nice, like, picturesque shot of, like, the village or something. Or more Marty Feldman gags. He almost (laughs) always chose, like, more Marty Feldman. I Googled him for the first time watching this movie and I realized his eyes are just like that. Yeah, his eyes and are just like that. I I like that. Like, yeah. That goddamn Marty Feldman. He's, yeah. He's always in my fucking peach tree. <laughs> Stealing my peaches. <laughs> Same with that Jimmy Westchester. I had to chase him down the yard today. Uh. It's a regular Rory Calhoun. You know, that one who's always standing up. <laughs> Watch out, yeah, that, oh, Mr. Old Man Miller, he's, uh, he's sleeping. <laughs> Perfect time for us to go get some of his beaches. Oh, no. I've been working in the shop since I was five. My pa's got a bum ticker. <laughs> I sleep with my mother most nights. I'm afraid of the dark. The well, the dark is scary. That's understandable. <laughs> What is yes. happening? He's not having a sexual relationship with his mother, Kyle. You, <laughs> you filthy, I, th- you filthy filth. Are you ca- trying to call me a dirty boy? <laughs> I just did. Oh dear. Did you not hear him? What about the sex scene in this one between the monster and who's its? <laughs> the Elizabeth. It's <laughs> hot. Um, I love. I already said this. I love Madeline Kahn. She's so fucking funny. And she's so good as like this sort of like very prissy, rich fiance of Frederick's who you can tell like she doesn't really care about him at the beginning whenever they're saying goodbye to each other. And there's all those hoops that they have to jump through. He's like, he can't hug her. He can't kiss her. He can't grab her hand. What? (laughs) Not the lips. (laughs) Ah, Taffeta, darling. Taffeta, sweetheart. (laughs) She just like won't <laughs> let him touch her, and it's it's hilarious. So you know she shows up later. Um, yeah, I guess it was um Madeline Kahn's idea to use that song to sing whenever she like they first you know go at it. 
Um, and that's actually her singing. She was like an operatic singer. So not only was she incredibly funny, she was just like so multi-talented across the board. Um, she Yeah, she came up with that song because um, initially, oh God, what song were they going to use? I'm going to have to look it up real quick. You can just cut out this part. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. I'm going to find The it. Monster Mash. It's an old song. Oh, it was it was cheek to cheek. Um, in the script, Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder did the like heaven. I'm in heaven, and she was like, "That's not like powerful enough. It has to start with like a ah or oh, like some something a little more, you know, explosive and like sexual or just like dramatic in in ass. general." Ass to ass, yeah, bass to mouth. But yeah, um, so that was. That was her contribution besides, you know, her acting. She's she's a queen, truly. And I love that she gets, like, the stripe in her hair after getting really scared. Um, I li- that was a nice touch. Yeah. And then at the end, she goes, like, full Bride of Frankenstein, too. Oh, yeah, with the, with the Marge beehive. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was brilliant. The other one's just for uh. socks and poo-poo undies. <laughs> oh yuck <laughs> I need a special hamper for that there's nothing disgusting about that <laughs> Jarrett give us another scene um the one oh what's it called the bookshelf uh-huh. <laughs> the spinning that was cute I was like okay I don't know about you guys but that's something I like actually really want in oh, my house too. at some point yeah. a spinny book <laughs> yeah is that what they call them? Uh, no. I, no, how we just get, it's just, it's just so cute. Like ever I, again, it's just like the, the, the little whimsiness of this entire fucking movie. It like, it pisses me off, but it also makes me go, Oh, whimsy. Yeah. It just, it makes me happy and angry at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it cute. Angry. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I'm not crazy about this movie. I've decided. <laughs> As we talk about all the um, everything we love and how intricate and how much back behind the scenes stuff, it's like no, actually this is really hurt, hurting it for me. <laughs> it's just me though. Uh, you guys can shit on something I love next week. Next week is me. Oh, I don't even know what we're doing yeah. next week, so I guess it's perfect. <laughs> uh, I love the dart scene when he's trying to act normal in front of the inspector. I love one. I love the inspector. I oh, love he's his, fantastic. The whole bit with his arm where he has to knock it up and all over the place <laughs> i love that i love that he's wearing a monocle over his eye patch <laughs> huh. uh, and then at the end of that scene when he's driving away and frankenstein had accidentally thrown all the darts out the window and popped all his tires <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's like a cat noise <laughs> that you hear yeah nice grouping uh, oh. i like those kind of jokes better like some of like the the quieter more like I don't say subtle because it's very obvious what happened, but uh-huh. I like those more than a five-minute tap dance number. Yeah, I think that is really important to talk about though because that that scene is so like make or break for, for people. Dance. You either love that scene or you hate it, and it turns out Gene Wilder loved it and Mel Brooks hated it. He didn't want it in the movie. Um, they had a huge fight about it, 
And then Mel was like, fine, well, fine, fine. We'll shoot it. And then we will test it with audiences. And if they like it, we'll keep it in. If they don't like it, we won't. And so it turns out everybody really, really liked it. Uh, and they, they, they left it in the movie. It is, it is, it is completely bizarre. It's like, that's when the movie becomes purely like, like no goofy yeah like for for at least a little bit of time like toward the end it sort of it sort of slows down a little bit it's still funny but um that like nice little prologue that we get um but then i mean even before that like right after the monster wakes up after you know exchanging brains with dr frankenstein um and he, he he's got that little like that little monologue that he does and he's just so like sweet and 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 tender and he's just he's just a baby he's just ray romano's father you know um, i'm gonna have a son in a few crap. years and you're all going to love him <laughs> just give me ah. until then my brother's tall <laughs> Uh, yeah, Robert. That was his <laughs> oh, name. Oh, Robert. I couldn't remember the name. What? Ah, uh, Brad Garrett's my brother. And I, <laughs> I, my kids. Oh God, they can't shut up about candy. I was in the Irishman. Don't you remember? Oh yeah, he was. Deborah. I didn't see that. Oh. Uh, All right. Anyone I'm else? I'm gonna do the rest of this episode with <laughs> Ray Romano. No, I don't think we need that. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> of all the <laughs> Jared, the only you I want to hear from is the real you. Because that's the most special Hello. one. Hello! Maybe not. <laughs> I'm a chimney sweep these days. I am, oh. I am. No. Do we have any other scenes we wanna we wanna move into or? Um, I really love the op- the. Uh, did I talk about this already? The opening scene where he's doing in the classroom. Where he's, you have not. He's doing like that, you know, he does the demonstration on Mr. Hilltop, that unbelievably skinny gentleman um, yeah. <laughs> who at the end, he's like, give him, give him an extra dollar <laughs> <laughs> like for dealing with his bullshit. And then like the back and forth that uh, that we get between um, that student and Dr. Frankenstein is um, pretty brilliant. And I think a good way to just introduce the character and it's 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 yeah. funny in itself whenever he turns around and he goes that's frankenstein <laughs> you jang and this, off yeah this student just won't keep he won't stop like poking him <laughs> about it he's just like but what about what about your grandfather i heard your grandfather was totally whacked and he's like yeah he was yeah i don't i don't i'm a i'm a doctor like i'm I'm nothing like him, but it turns out it was in his blood the whole time. Um, all right, any other any other scenes that you guys want to talk about? Any other final thoughts before we we rank this film, rate it, if you will? I got one. I got one more final favorite scene. What is it, Jarrett? Let's let's hear it. It was when the screen went black and then all the names started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. I'm going to I'm going to cut that out. I'm sorry. That's not nice. I have one final thought to share, a real one. <laughs> Kyle, what's your final thought? Um just that like watching this movie, it all like every time I watch it, it always seems like a little bit too long, like 20 really? minutes longer than it should be. Okay. And Cammy just hearing you say that like they want like the one guy wanted to just keep adding more and more scenes just cuz he didn't want to stop filming. Mhm. 
that makes so much like sense and just looking at it, it's like oh i can almost pick out the bits he added because he just wanted to keep going mm-hmm. yeah and, and it's such a, a telling thing and yeah i mean even when they when they first tested it with audiences like pre like while they were still pre- making it like pre editing you know um it was like two hours and 45 minutes long um and i would oh i would God. love to see some of that like cut footage the, the just the directors yeah cut. just to like see you know what they what they didn't put in the movie but i guess they were just such like sticklers about it that i don't know if that'll ever be released however uh there are some really hilarious outtakes for this movie uh on i think you can find them on youtube still um especially the scene where elizabeth first arrives to the castle and um <laughs> Igor is just like obsessed with her and he's like get the bags won't you and he's like sure you take the blonde I'll take the one in the toy bin and like they just they they couldn't stop laughing they had to retake that scene like 50 times and even in the movie in the movie it's not a perfect take because as all of that is going on and they're like getting sort of getting into the castle you can see gene wilder trying his best not to laugh you can still you can see a little bit um so i i recommend re-watching that scene just so you can see gene wilder break a little bit because it was impossible for okay. them to get through it i totally think that's my new favorite thing to see in movies mm-hmm. because that that now that you mentioned that um <clears throat> Jasmine and I over the weekend we were we were watching Knives Out uh-huh. and it's 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 great if you haven't seen it see it it's on Amazon Prime it's fabulous or if you're gonna wait wait till like Thanksgiving time it's a great like family Thanksgiving movie and if you hate Donald Trump it's even gonna be better for <laughs> um, oh golly but um there's a scene I'm not gonna spoil anything or maybe I will but like there's a scene where Michael Shannon is getting into it with Chris Evans and there's like this really tight like close up of like Michael Shannon and uh and Chris Evans like Michael Shannon's yelling at Chris Evans mm-hmm. and uh he's eating these like Biscoff cookies and he's just like oh yeah you want some more cookies you want some cookies and he's just like shoving them in his face and then like you could just see Chris Evans like smiling to himself (laughs) and like this is the fucking take they used in the movie like that's awesome and like this is so funny and then there's the like immediately after it's like off screen you can hear michael shannon scream uh maybe he left you a cold glass of milk in his will (laughs) i think that that, that's my yeah i love that my favorite line in the fucking uh so good i'm sorry cammy i'm gonna have to get that i'm gonna have to give knives out a uh a five and uh young frankenstein is gonna get a uh 2.8 a what now a 2.8 2.8 before okay, we get three. into the ranking do we want to decide Thingies? on a scale because i got an idea okay what's your idea oh all right oh my idea oh wait yeah what let's hear it what do you got for, for us kyle all right, so viewers out there know we do a one through five scale, and then a the the sixth point is the like the super movie, like this movie can do no wrong, and you need to share share it with everybody. Mm-hmm. And my thing is my my proposition, uh, one through five victors, or if you think it's the tippy top of moviedom, you give it and you have to shout it when you say this: the Frankenstein. <laughs> oh my! Okay, it's lame. I like it. 
Let's you want to go with that? Let's do it. Okay. Makes me want to take my pants off slow. All right, so Jarrett, you're going to give it a 2.8 Victor. Victor or Frederick? on the Victor scale. <laughs> the Victor scale. Yes. I, I'm going to give this I'm going to give this movie a um, two or a two point eight victors, but I'm gonna give Knives Out five. We're not talking about know. Knives Out today, <laughs> Jarrett. <laughs> oh, I, oh, that, that that those glasses will put you in the bathroom. Okay, Kyle, what do you rate this? I'm gonna give it a four out of five victors. Okay, it, it's great, wow. but I've I've seen too much of it too often to really be enchanted anymore. My childhood yeah. is gone, innocence lost. What do they say? There's a time in my life where a man puts down childish things and, and you know, really gets his schwanz wet. Man stops being a child and starts having a giant schwanstucker. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't there yesterday. <laughs> Dad, help me. <laughs> uh, Cammy. Yeah. I, th- I think we all know what your answer is, but you, what are you going to rank you, this bad boy? Do you, have, have you guessed? Do you know? You, oh, I know. You know? It gets a Frankenstein. All right. Woo! Oh. 2.8. So meaty. <laughs> I'm looking back at our past few months in my head, and I think we've almost always given the first movie of the month at least one Frankenstein level rating. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yep. Damn. Everything except for rope. Rope rules. Ro- you rope didn't. Rules, you didn't give rules. rope the cock. I thought you did, or maybe you just gave no. it a really high. I think I gave it a three because I didn't like the ending. Oh, I see. I was mad they didn't cast Orson Welles to play this this obliquely gay man. <laughs> I need to rewatch that movie still just to look for the the homosexuality. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I said this on the episode. I didn't get it. I thought they were just two good friends. <laughs> They're just brothers. Living together, going up to the yeah. country for the weekend together. I having think pillow I thought they went to church every Sunday with each other, and that was just what friends did back then. Lighting each other's cigarettes, like, yo, checking each other for ticks. Uh, all right, we have anything oh, else you so want to say about the movie before we plug it up? Ticks. Huh? <laughs> anything else you want to like say before style? we plug up the movie? Uh, uh, you, you know, I'm, 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 I'm good where we're at. I'm happy with that we got to talk about this movie. Um, it's been a long time three. coming, so I uh, yeah, I'm happy, and I'm ready All right. to party. Woo! All right, guys, join us next week for week two of our horror comedy month with my pick for the month. Uh, John dies at the end. Does he die at the end of the movie or at the end of the month? We'll let you decide. <laughs> I'm excited because I've never seen that movie before. Same. Oh, and it's he's so on life good. support. I hope I like it. You, I'm sure I will. You guys are gonna love it. Okay, cool. I've read. It's based on books, and I've read all that guy's books too. I, I'm a huge fan. I've read the wrong one, or I watched the wrong one. It's called John Cries at the end, <laughs> starring John Cryer, <laughs> <laughs> and the kid who plays his son from Two and a Half Men, Jake Lloyd. Wait. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's Jake. <laughs> that kid's got holes in his brain. Oh, no. Oh, dear. All right. Jared, where can we find you? 
Oh, you can find me on Instagram at daddy underscore Dangerfield. And uh, yeah, Cammy, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. I, I think I'm going to take a little break from Twitter because I've decided that I just fucking hate it. Like, I hate Twitter. We'll talk yep, about this same. another day. But I just, I, I really can't stand it lately. Like, is it is it just me? Or, like, is everyone just really mean on Twitter? Like, even people you know in real life. You read their Twitter yes. feeds and you're like, you are not this much of a dick in real life. Like, wh- where do you come off being like this? The fact I almost that that my ass. commented something oh, really mean on that tweet you made just to, me, to dig into a joke, but I didn't think you were in the mood for it. What? I was going to tweet something really mean at you when you put that on Twitter. Just... <laughs> 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 I hate you. I decided not to. You you probably weren't in the mood for me to call you a bunch of names. <laughs> yeah. It would have definitely made me laugh though. Um Oh god. Yeah. Did, did Cammy go off on Twitter? Did, is there a thread that I don't know? There's about? no thread. It was just one tweet. I was just like, why is everybody so mean on here? But that's it. I guess if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at also Magic Ghost Baby. No, it's just Magic Ghost Baby, but like also like just like my Instagram handle. Um, you can in addition to the I'm, I'm unfollowing you just so I can follow you again. Thanks, Jarrett. Thank you so much. You're a good boy. Sweet. Um, you can find us as a network on Instagram at Spooky Time Network. You can find us on Twitter at Spooky Time Net. You can find us on Facebook at Spooky Time Network if you so please. Um, and yeah, go follow us. Interact with us. Have a good time. Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, find me on Twitter. I love Twitter. I don't love Twitter. It's noticeably made me sadder, but I'm not going to give up because I can't stop Aww. now. I'm in too deep. Uh, find <laughs> me at <laughs> Bible Goes West. Jared, you actually refollowed me on Twitter. <laughs> I did, and I tweeted at you. Hi. Oh, I wow. You're next, Kyle. Oh, goody. Uh, that's Bible Goes West if you needed to be reminded. All one word. Oh, Oh, thanks. Uh, you can find me on the Insta at Old Man Yells at Clouds underscore between the first two words and then every subsequent word. Um, <laughs> if you want to donate, I'm going to give you two options here. If you want to donate $100 to our <laughs> Patreon, uh, you can get access to our four-hour audiobook of Cammy reading the Young Frankenstein behind-the-scenes book. I'd do that, yeah. It's going to be great. $100, it'll happen. Or if you want to donate $5 or more, but five is fine. Um, you can get access to our plethora of bonus shows. We got like seven different bonus series going on, and you just you can get all of them for the price of a cup of coffee. And that website address is patreon.com slash spookytimepodcast. I wrote it down earlier so I wouldn't get it wrong because I always get it wrong. Woo! Woo! All right, if that's it. I bid you all a fond farewell, and I'm going to remind Cammie to put Dusk Till Dawn in her mailbox. Oh, thank you. It's a dark night. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the match he did the monster match the monster match it was a graveyard smash he did the match 
It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash.